0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Fortnite Story. I'm joined alongside someone you may not know but likely know his work. Lori Pasto has been helping out organizations and as well as the Fortnite Wiki that you guys all use. So,
1: what's going on, Lori? How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having, having me and uh, as you said, uh, I work uh, mainly behind the scenes. So, I guess that most of most of the people are used to watch uh, Fortnite uh, uh in the broad main broadcaster like watching their play their favorite players playing usually don't get to know us the people behind the scenes but yeah i worked uh, for it is like three four years now for like uh, uh fandom at uh, the Fortnite wiki esports which is the main power ranking that Fortnite pros usually usually use and also I've uh, worked and helped several organizations, uh, for sure. The, uh, main one is become legend. I worked on that for them from like early 2020 to like June, 2021. And I'm currently working with an Italian organization, which is uh, kind of new because it was founded in November, 2021. It's called the Desire Sports. So yeah, uh, a new project for me and. I'm kind of excited to be here and to talk about myself and also this project that I'm part of uh, with you.
0: All right, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. And it's Lori Pasto. Am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is like the American pronunciation, which is kind of <laughs> distorting the name of It's fine. It's Lori Pasto. More okay. plain. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? Is that? It's actually my first name is Lorenzo. Okay, But uh, lots of uh, my friends call me Lori, and my surname is Pastore. Uh, but a lot of friends as well called me Pasto. So I just okay. say, yeah, okay. The, uh, if I put together these two names, it's Lori Pasto, and this is the name.
0: Cool. So it's, it's basically just like a nickname that you yeah. got in real life and then shortened into your gamer tag, I guess. Yeah, um,
1: exactly.
0: Io parlo like, un pigolo italiano. But that's about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I understand. I understand it. So it's fine.
0: Yeah, the accent isn't good. Um, yeah. I, I studied in uh, Perugia for about a month. So I, my Italian was good a few years ago, but not anymore. It's been yeah. three, four years. No, more than that. Like five. Jeez.
1: Yeah. But I guess it's the same for almost every language. When you practice, uh, it's it's really good you keep improving but the moment that you stop uh it, it seems like everything goes like to waste
0: <laughs> yeah your english is much better than my italian we'll leave it at that um <laughs> yeah. so let's start off like how you got started in all this um yeah. was become legends the first organization you work for
1: uh, yeah not really. like to be fair, the first time i joined uh the esports scene uh, and the forum specifically wasn't through organization, but through the wiki that we talk about. Okay. Uh, and actually it was really random because um, I don't know if you remember, but Rosenfold uh, um, basically founded the... Uh, yeah, the
0: Rosenfeld rank- yeah. rankings.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like, he didn't know how to code it. So like he asked uh, the help uh, to the But at a certain point, uh, he decided to drop it uh, and uh, to move on on other things in in his life. But I was kind of getting into competitive learning, especially the Italian scene. So I started uh, editing the pages of Italian players, and they basically told me, uh, look, do you want to... Uh, come and join us because there is literally no one right now. You, <laughs> you are the only people that is using this wiki right now uh, in terms of like editing it because it was kind of dead in twenty nineteen. So like I said, yeah, cool. I started learning how to use it, and they basically told me, okay, like if you if you want, we can give you all the administration roles. Uh, you can become the wiki lead. You can manage manage it as you like. So I basically starting building and uh, starting creating a team that could work with me, uh, Zenko as well, uh, one of my best friends, also joined BL uh, with me at the time, starting working. And through that, uh, we start speaking with lots of players and lots of managers and lots of uh, uh, people that worked with organization in general. And uh, so we started, since we were Italian, we started um helping Italian organization, small Italian organization. And then actually it was kind of, kind of random because, uh, it's true that when we joined become legend, become legend was really small. It has like five or six K on Twitter. Uh, they attended the world cup, which was for sure a great achievement, but they weren't the become legend that we are, we all know right now, right. but the content was, was already really the main thing of the organization and they were creating something really amazing. And you could see that. So Zenko posted that tweet. Uh, I, I actually didn't want to do that to be fair, but he said, oh, Okay, no, let's do it. I want to do it. So you have to meet as well, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he posted that and some people replied, but the one that stands out the most was like, you know, because he told you, he told us, guys, if you want, we can like speak and see if we can understand. So started talking with bl and it was like yeah i'm interested but uh, for sure you are really knowledgeable about the foreign scene but i don't know how much you can fit in the organization so what about you join uh, in a like experimental uh w- way for like three months and if everything goes well you can we can like, uh, extend our partnership and so we decided to join the vehicle legend in this trial period everything went well, so like we starting, uh, they liked our job. We liked uh, being become legends. So basically, we started uh, working together. And for like a year and a half, we start doing uh, stuff together. Actually, in June twenty twenty one, I finished the. Uh, I don't know how to translate this in the uh, American terms because I was in school at the time. It was okay. like the one before the university is like college right no so it high school high is high school what you call yeah 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 okay so high school uh and i finished high school and i had to like join university basically so like it was okay i want to focus 100 percent on university and i was speaking with the guys in become legends and they were expanding so much so like i knew that i either went full-time and become legends or like Went through the university process, and I spoke with my parents a lot, and also with the guys in Become Legends, and uh, we reached uh, the conclusion that uh, see, I wanted really hard to to attend university. Uh, I couldn't do both both of things, so I just told them that I was grateful for everything they did for me, but I stepped down from from the position. But I keep uh, I kept uh, a really good. Um, relationship with everyone in bl uh indeed like we we met each other in dream in dreamac uh, uh, sweden on june and it was like yeah really nice so also because
0: what did you wind up doing for bl because you said you did stuff for them but like what kind of work are you guys doing uh
1: to be fair like uh, when we joined become legend there were like reno norad and sonic and sonic was like the performance coach uh, not Reno, we know, everyone knows Reno. And Sonic, uh, sorry, No was like uh, the administrative part. So like uh, when we entered, we we were like uh, thinking about ways to create uh, innovative content. uh, uh, Also, of course, apart from the scouting part, but that is the more, uh, uh, the the easiest thing that you think about when you think about an instrument manager. But the main part was like, creating uh, mm-hmm. events for example on the Discord we've created some events for like creating uh, some type of content that could uh, uh, make BL from a, an organization with like 10k followers to like stand up and become a T- tier one organization that will that was the main goal so like uh, we thought that uh, no one in the expert in the Fortnite team sorry was actually creating content in a significant way when you speak about an organization, because it's true that nowadays there is like energy with like the castle or like other big organizations that are posting lots of content. But at, at the time, uh, uh, I remember yeah. that the TSM in 2019 tried uh, the experiment with the TSM house, but they kind of failed mm-hmm. uh, because of, for example, Amlix uh, stopped streaming uh, like uh, the only one in the house that was doing something was like myth. So I feel like some organizations were maybe discouraged from investing a lot in content and creating a structure that could actually help the, the organization grow in uh, Fortnite
0: Definitely.
1: and the the organization that were in Fortnite were like really, refocusing really on uh, competitive Fortnite, investing lots of money. But of course, an, an organization that invests lots of money only on the competitive aspect and doesn't build something around, for example, content is difficult that will achieve something in terms of uh, uh, revenues from sponsorships or investors because it's not really interesting for them. For example, I remember Enterprise Gaming in in Europe invested something like two million in a year and they shut down after a year and a half or something like this. So, we were like brainstorming in Discord actually, really later at night, because you have to know that Trino before 3 p.m., 3 he doesn't wake up <laughs> usually because to sleep like at 6 a.m. But yeah, we were like saying, okay, so how can we uh, do things different? How can we stand up from the others? And we came up with uh, the conclusion that the only way was like posting. Uh, Real good, uh, high quality content, but not just high quality content, but also creating the creating a narrative. We we were like, it's true that we can create um, a lot of pictures, high quality pictures, and post cool graphics, but that doesn't necessarily create fans. That's that might create like followers, but a followers doesn't buy your jersey or just leave. Uh, a person that buy that is is like usually uh, a fun, so we decided to create a narrative that would be like, for example, uh, if I have to do a parallelism is like a movie. Mm-hmm. If you have a movie with a uh, extremely good cast, uh, but the uh, actual movie, the narrative inside of it is kind of bad, you won't go to watch the second uh, the sequel. Right. But if you want a movie that has a mediocre cast, but a really nice narrative, you give a second shot to the uh, to the sequel. And we were actually, like, it's true that uh, when you see the initial roster of Become Legend, you you read, really like, Anne, Fleek Anas, but when they joined, they never did anything that was, like, uh, amazing. Because, for example, Anas uh, had some cash cap results, but he never placed in any FNCS, like not even the qualifiers. He didn't have big achievements. And of course this was because, if if I'm not mistaken, at the time it was like 3 FNCS and usually players go with with the same achievement. So if you're a new player, the only way that you have to go with bigger players is like to place in cash caps. But obviously a player that places only in cash caps for like one, two, three months, doesn't have lots of recognition. So uh, it's, uh, um, Reno actually found him, and it was really an amazing scouting. Uh, Also, N, it was growing, but it was really, really small, like, yeah, like 50 or 75, something that. Average spectators on Twitch now is, like, 2K. (laughs) So, like, yeah, it's pretty different. Like, Flick, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is currently, uh, focusing on school right now, but like, we all know what uh, Flick achieved. Right. So like, we were like, yeah, okay, our roster is not amazing. At, at that period of time. But if we can uh, uh, make a narrative good enough, I'm sure that people will follow us and enjoy our journey with us. So that's basically what we have done. Okay,
0: yeah. And I'm... I mean, you guys definitely achieved that. It's not just you tried that. I mean, you look at BL today compared to literally any other organization. I think that they're the premier Fortnite organization, other than, like, obviously, you know, NRG and G2. And, you know, they're different because Mm -hmm. they started as a tier one org and then just bought into Fortnite, whereas Become Legends, like, Built this from the ground up, and it sounds like you were a part of that building, um, which is really cool to hear. And I, I can see now, based on like what you're saying, like the boot camps, creating that story around the players actually playing the game and investing in. You know, we are a competitive Fortnite organization. Let's not try and be something else. Like, let's just be the best competitive Fortnite organization and tell that to everyone that we can um it's worked out well and you know i'm, I'm happy to to hear that I mean, you still sound pretty excited about it uh even yeah, though sure. it's been a, a while for you
1: yeah like it's really amazing for example the first uh boot that we organized when i was actually become legend um was in uh, in norway and we actually signed uh, some uh prospect some academy players at the time and uh i i, I should have attended but uh, we literally had no space for me whatsoever because new players kept, came in so i had to like step down which wasn't a problem but what i what i'm trying to say is like even if the fans were like really little at the time compared to like other organizations, because like if for example uh, g2 signed five new players they can still uh, fight everyone, like that's not a problem. But uh, these like give you a perspective of how big was become Legend at the times in terms of like the possibility of spending that they had. Uh, they still managed to like uh, create something that is that was really out of the, their league. Because like to be fair, no one's, uh, no other organization in the Furnit uh, sphere achieved that internationally while nationally i feel like wave has, has done something similar but like uh, related to the dark uh um, scenes like switzerland germany and uh, austria so yeah i think that like i remembered when i was um, in bl when i joined serenity and become legend was like comparable you know like we, we were head to head and while i i, I still uh, I have certainty. in like regards, uh, the difference is kind of big right now. And I feel like that this shows like exactly um, why the approach that BL has taken was the right one, because certainty was more into the competitive aspect of the game where BL was trying to do something like more 50-50 content-wise and competitive-wise. So yeah.
0: It's an interesting combination because you look at it, it's like built on the back of solid placements and coaching and players getting better. But a lot of orgs do that. They just don't tell the story. And like what you were saying earlier, it was very important for you guys to find a way to build that narrative, to tell that story. Um, And I think that's why it stood out. And not only that, but I mean the boot camps themselves now it seems like a lot of, People are going to boot camps and trying to create content around that. But, you know, at first, Become Legends was, and Wave also uh, were like the two that were creating those spaces for players to come. And, you know, now it's not even necessarily like single orgs. It's, oh, this person's coming to uh, cool. our boot camp. And, you know, why would you say no if you have the space? It just sounds like a good idea to get more people involved and create that atmosphere. And then it also, additionally, besides like, the output from a player's perspective, if you're surrounded with a bunch of people that are like, I want to do really well. You want to do really well. We're going to wake up. We're going to grind Fortnite. We're going to get better. Like that just leads to better and better things. So it's, you know, a culmination of everything that's been done, uh, which is why become legends like the premier Fortnite organization at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's awesome. If you ask anyone, I, I think they are the best, um, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like, I hold the organization in high regards and like just the work that's been g- gone on. And obviously you've been in the background for this. When did you leave become legends?
1: June, 2021. Okay. So, so about like, a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Because I wanted to pursue like my studies in uh, economics and management and like was a really compatible. Uh, the organization was scaling too much. So the time that I should have spent uh, uh, behind the organization would be a lot. And both me and the organization pretty much knew that uh, I either had to, to go one way or the other. For example, Elix, uh, uh, which actually uh, was my friend, like I recommend in Torino, and he joined BL for that reason. He finished the high school at the same time as me. And he basically decided to go uh, the other way. So like pursuing esports uh, full time, which can uh, kind be of off right now, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's a choice and I, honestly, while it's amazing what Biel is achieving, I'm not regretting it because right now I'm still working in the esports scene with a small organization, but like it's Italian space in Milan, a little in Como, which is like half an hour by car. So it's it's really uh, a really great thing for me to stay in an industry that I love so much, but at the same time I can pursue my uh, dream uh, school uh, uh, trip. I don't know how to say it in correct English, to be fair. But my journey uh, right. in the studies is so like yeah, it's it's pretty great for me. I would say
0: that's good to hear. I'm glad that you decided to do what you did, you know, it, there was two options there and, you know, I, I don't like to live with regrets. It's not something that is really helpful. So just looking forward to seeing you're going to be able to get a uh, degree, you'll finish with knowledge and then you'll be in infinitely more valuable yeah. because you have the experience. And now you also have the education and training that help as well as your experience. So it's it's cool to hear. Do you know what you wanna do as far as once you graduate? Like what are you on year one now or just finished your
1: first year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just finished my first year. Like to be fair, the current organization that I'm in mean is called Desire Esports and is it's like nine months, like this' being created nine months ago, but is backed by uh Stardust, which is a really big company in Italy which as uh, under his wing, lots of uh, huge creators, Italian creators like TikTokers, YouTubers, uh, streamers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So like it's part of a wider project, that is is uh, doing a lot of, of expansion. For example, they they arrived second in the VRL DAC in uh, Valorant. They are currently first in the second division of Italian League of Legends uh, league. So like they will most likely be promoted to the first round this year and they're expanding nice. really quickly so what i'm looking for in the future is for sure to uh continue the the collaboration with them and most likely finish my studies and hopefully i will keep staying in these in this industry for a lot of time
0: nice sounds like you enjoy working in esports and does <laughs> i'm just looking through it looks like desire does have a couple of fortnite players that they yeah. sponsor um so you get to stay close to home and as well as do, are you working or out? like what exactly is your position what are you doing for them
1: so actually the fact that i'm enjoying so much is that uh, they basically told me okay so this is the goal this is the budget do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> like not really in these terms so obviously there are like some limitations and it's clear. Um, we had uh, Schmacki, uh as the main unfortunate player. He qualified for two grand finals out of three this year, uh, which for Italy is kind of great because the only there is like only one person that could do actually better, which is Beluzzi, and he qualified for two out of two and one and dates of this uh, FNCS. so he might qualify for two out of three, but no one else in Italy, and also. Uh, I decided to open in collaboration with Desire uh, an academy, but I don't like the academies where, like, team block players and do nothing for them and just hope that they explode. Right. So we were actually okay, let's bring some uh, editors, some uh, Twitch advisors, some uh, social media manager that can help them uh, grow, uh, they grow as fast as possible. And also, if they need, uh, let's pay for. Coaches for them so they can improve uh, in, uh, in the competitive aspect as well. And it paid off actually because, uh, for example, Ark he previously qualified uh, for just uh, sorry, Arc and Zach above them because they are qualified for the third hit.
0: Okay.
1: They actually came 73rd in the last FMCS. And in this FNCS they were like 20th in the consistent uh, leaderboard. So they will play all three heats, which nice. is already a huge improvement. And to be fair, I hope that they can win at least one out of seventeen matches. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. But and considering that in Italy for the heats, if I'm not mistaken, and I may be mistaken, but are all three players qualified, uh, two of them are ours. It means that like, we are working great. You know, yeah. obviously, the goal of the organization of desire at at this moment in time, is not, uh, for example, as uh, Falcon, Wave, uh, Become Legends, they, they want to be at the top of Europe. Uh, when I started working with them, we were pretty clear. The goal was in 2022, trying to become the best in Italy. 2023, starting the expansion in Europe, and in 2024, become a uh, presence uh, in the top 10, top 5 in Europe. And So this is what... We are trying to do, and competitive-wise, we have achieved our goal. How uh, oh much? Five months before the end of the year, and on the content side, we are we are working on it uh, with like new content creator, and also our players are growing a lot. For example, Shmack is like averaging 700, 800 spectators each stream, which for a country like Kita that has like 1 million uh, uh, people interested in esports. And obviously you have to divide that in various titles. Right. It's, it's great. To be fair, it's also like, it's great for any country, to be fair, in Europe, in general, it's great,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you, you have a couple hundred streamers, or hundred viewers in a stream, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um You're at like the top, I think over 500, you're in the top like one or two percent of yeah. Twitch. So like. To be 700-plus is really solid. And, I mean, just looking at what Desire is doing, to me it's very interesting because here in America, we don't – there's no division. You know, you can't build a fan base yeah. based on, like, a state. But in Europe, it seems pretty common where you're going to at least start within a, a certain – area or if not an area specific country like there's UK based orgs desires an Italian based org uh Norviden is like the nordics generally yeah. um and then you you have other ones wave was at one point kind of like an austrian german swiss yeah. org but they've they've shifted you know like you said that stage 2 once you build your fan base within your country uh then you can expand outwards. Oh, and um, I didn't even mention the, the French or the Spanish orgs, which are probably yeah. two of the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, it's interesting to me that that is kind of the model within Europe. And I definitely think it's more of a straightforward path because you can find that niche within your own country. Whereas like in the U S for example, it's everyone is in that same pool. There's not a language barrier. Everyone's going to speak English or I mean there's some Spanish speaking orgs, but it's very uh specific to your audience, which I, I kinda like. That that sounds like a, a cool way to do things.
1: There are to be fair, there are like pros and cons. For example, like if you go in France or in Spain, there are not really as as much cons as there are in Italy because esports is probably as developed as in the States. But like in Italy the regulations are like Five ten years uh, <laughs> behind the other countries, like right. it's really bad. For example, like most of the land uh, rooms closed in Italy, because uh, they they said that they were comparable to the slot machines rooms. So they were <laughs> like, yeah, let, let's not enter in the, the details, but it it was like kind of crazy. J- just to let you know, like this project is not really. For example, if you name some of the biggest organizations, you may have heard about them. It's like Makers and Clash, but they're not really huge uh, worldwide. While in France you say a Team Vitality it's one of the biggest, uh, Solary, one of the biggest as well. Or like uh, you can go in Spain and uh, in Spain there are literally football teams competing in different titles like Barcelona or COI or like eretics, for example, Team Cueso in the UK, there were a lot skilled. Uh, in the Nordics, Biale, even if the Lark like, right now is like 50% of the audience that is like Polish, of course because what they are doing there, they still have roots uh, in the Nordics, uh, Nordavin, which is like now zero zero Nation, as you said before. Mm-hmm. Um, Sprout as well. And in, in German <laughs> as well, you have lots of big organization uh, like big the organization uh, uh, the Schalke 04 even though they got relegated so they kind of stopped the, or, or at least they scald down the esports organization uh, but yeah like there is uh, a really big difference like you know those organizations because uh, the environment permit them to uh, be this big in Italy that's not really possible uh, or, or at least uh, None of the organizations in Italy have achieved that because for sure it's a problem where your pool of audiences is like 60 million compared to like 500 million native English speakers. But also it's even more difficult when the legislation goes against you.
0: Yeah, that (laughs) makes a lot of sense. So you guys in Italy essentially have to figure it all out yourself. I mean, I'm just thinking... Like the state I live in, North Carolina, in the U.S., is investing something like fifteen million into gaming and esports, and then also <laughs> giving like tax incentives for events to come here. So like you've seen CS:GO events, you've seen Rainbow Six, uh, Apex Legends was just here a cou- couple of weeks ago. So like it's bringing all that, and if the the state or the country is not actively seeking out that interest or like support for it it makes it that much harder because yeah. this is a super competitive space there, uh, you named how many orgs just right off the top of your head and there's so many people trying to get involved in this and every little thing matters so i mean i, I wish the best for you because it doesn't seem like uh the italian government is on your side but again that may change and you guys do a couple of big things and show people like, oh, okay, maybe we should take notice for this. And then quickly, you know, but, this starts rolling.
1: Like for example, I don't know how it works in other states to be fair, but in Italy, an sport player is not a professional, recognized professional players. So like we have to register every single one of our players as like, uh, not even semi professionals, but like, uh, uh amateurs like paid amateurs okay. because there there really isn't a professional esports player as a professional it doesn't exist
0: hmm. well i i know within at least like some of the orgs that i've sp- spoken to like it's just simply a contract work so it's not yeah. even at, at least over here it's not necessarily even a career it's you know, this company is paying you X to do a job. And then when the contract's over, technically this ends, but also it's a little more cutthroat in the U S as far as like business tactics and things like that. Um, anyway, thank you for, for sharing that. It's really interesting. and I'll have to, to follow desire, keep up with it and hope to see you guys do well. Is there anything in the immediate future? Like do you have plans for an FNCS content style or Anything yeah, like, like
1: that? We, we have to wait uh, the 24th because uh, we don't know if Zach and Hark uh, will go through the hits, but we hope that they, they will do. We actually have uh, a partner, which is called PC Hunter, which provided us with uh, hardware, mainly, and they are a PC shop in, based in Italy. So we were actually thinking to bring them, if they actually qualify, to a house in milan and let them play for, for from them there and create some content but for now it's just like some plans uh, some minor plans because we have to actually see if they go through yeah
0: what's the the ping in italy because i know people always talk about like germany france uh and denmark is now the the big new zero ping
1: the, the ping it depends like in milan you can get between five and ten in the middle part of Italy, in the center of Italy, around 20 in the south, even 60. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like the south of Italy, like in Sicily, it's closer to Africa than it is to like Germany. So like the several like mainly in uh, the UK, German, uh, uh, Netherlands, I think. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So that makes sense why you would try and push for you know a house or some sort of yeah. uh, boot camp up in Milan, which five to ten ping. Yeah, that's easy.
1: Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it also depends on like the the like if the land rooms were open, it would it would have been pretty easy. By now you have to hunt for a house that actually has a great ping, so you have to go check house by house. Or like you have to in our case we are lucky because we are partnered with these companies like we can just uh, use uh, their facilities so yeah nice. we are lucky but not all always an organization has this option
0: yeah especially with Unfortunately. land centers being shut down
1: yeah.
0: um you know maybe they'll come back here in the future as things continue to grow but i, I want to talk now more about uh the fortnite wiki you mentioned that's where you started and you've been doing that. You're, you're still the, the wiki lead. So what does that mean for like someone that has no idea?
1: (laughs) Okay. So, um, right now to be fair, I have like more, um, uh, how do you say more, even though I'm still the wiki lead, I have, I'm not as involved as I was before because like I decided to help this organization, go to university and follow the lead uh, the wiki as well and I'm trying to have some sort of social life <laughs> in between of everything so i have a cast for example that is helping me a lot and is like taking the actual lead of the wiki a lot more than me and i'm more like an advisor okay. right now but uh, the wiki lead is mainly the person that uh, gives the direction of the wiki the changes that has to be done and uh, Basically, all the decision between uh, June twenty nineteen to June twenty twenty one was were decided by me. Then I fully decided to switch to university, but in around uh, spring twenty twenty two, I was science I were uh, going back to the sports scene uh, with desire. They asked me if I wanted to come back to my role, and I accepted uh, Obviously, I already told them when I accepted this role that my involvement would be less than before in terms of like time, because I didn't have enough time. And basically what we do is, at least what uh, I did in the past was like, um, I really like using uh, the spreadsheets. So like I put all the information, for example, the price pool the amount of players that qualifies, the amount of uh, stages that you have to get to the final uh, uh, leg of the tournament, uh, and uh, give each uh, and everything of these factors uh, a value from one to five. And then I created a formula that gave you a number in the return. And so we created like some national tournaments, uh, minor international tournaments, major international tournaments, minor Sorry, major, minor, and major national, minor, uh minor slash major was like in the, the middle and major international tournaments. And then like finals and World Cup. Okay. And when you uh, put uh, all the data in the spreadsheet, you ended up with a value. And basically that was the, the thing that, uh, told you which grade uh, your tournament were and the points connected to that. Of course, it it is not, and it was not uh, perfect, uh, but uh, it was as good as uh, we could make it. I'd say that. And uh, uh, it's funny because when I came back, uh, everything like is now is automi- automized, auto, <laughs> I cannot say the word. Automated? Okay. okay, so like you, we have a program, we can just download all the data from this program and put them in the data page, and it does everything uh, automatically. But when I started, I had to go and check every single name, into every <laughs> single name, and more people call them with like straight. Now we use IDs. You know that each player has an ID, so like we don't care if a person changed name. But at the time uh, we we didn't use ID because I I was manually placing name by name, and every time that a player placed with like a name like dog three four five, I was like, okay, now who is this? (laughs) Who is this player? So I had to like uh, search for his duo and hope that his duo actually didn't change his name. Uh, and go to his Twitter and check if he tagged the other players and it was, like, really painful, <laughs> oh, I have my. to say. And, and actually, at, at the time, they, they was like, okay, but, like, why are you, like, giving the points, like, top 50, top 100? They was like, because I cannot search for a 1,000 players manually. So that was, like, kind of funny. And also a lot of people that joined the Power Ranking, which actually is composed by uh, volunteers, so it's not uh, pain. Lots of okay. people that, that do that uh, were actually kind of scared from that. So like after two weeks they left, <laughs> and they were like, okay, so now me and Zink as well. Okay, so now we don't only have to do manually name by name, but we also have to search for new people and give them instruction how to do stuff. And it was like really really fun. But to be fair, at the time I just really wanted to help the community and and since the, the site has been running for like three four years i guess that's something uh, good came out of it i know really well that it's not 100 uh, percent correct indicator about players and that's not the goal the goal of, of the power ranking is like to find players that have similar achievement than yours so like you can find a duo or like help uh, organization scouting players to be fair like me both me and you know pretty well that a, a foreign foreign is a weird esports sports because uh, the f- the competitors actually do more uh, views than the content creators most of the time. <laughs> it's like when you look for a League of Legends player or a Valorant player, you look for a player that performs well. While when you look for a foreign player, you may choose a player like the top 50 instead of a player in the top 20, but who has full-time the socials of that player. And actually that was one of the the policy of uh, uh, desire for like the main team we all we choose pairs with big socials and like for the academy we develop those socials and uh, so yeah uh, returning back to to the (laughs) wiki because i kind (laughs) of lost my way um so yeah basically what we do we we did was like create uh, uh not not create continue this amazing project that was founded by Rosenfeld. And uh, we gave uh, to different people. In the start, it was like seven or eight people. Each one of us had a, a region. And we did this data, this compilation of data to, to give our ranking points to the players. And it was like at 1, 2 AM, we had meetings. After like all the afternoon, we spent uh, doing those kind of stuff we had meetings to decide uh, the orientation of the the wiki where should where we should go because before I did that spreadsheet that I told you before we actually invented it out of our minds uh the, the PR like we are okay so this PR for me should be this and the other person will be no no for me should be this and we were like seven or eight so even if like I, I was the and you know, I still am an administrator and we leader, it's not like what I decided was the right thing. And I knew that because I don't think that everything that I say is correct. It's kind of the opposite to be fair, like I'm a human. So we all uh, had the same uh, uh, importance during these discussions, you know? So it was like really uh, difficult for us to come to a conclusion for the for the decision. I said, okay guys, I did this program. Now the values are probably wrong, but (laughs) let's get some value where all of us can agree, and just let's stick to that because, uh, yeah, it's kind of getting out of hands. Yeah, well, and like
0: you mentioned, like by no means is PR perfect, but it is by far the best thing we have to kind of gauge where a player is. Yeah, and there's nothing similar. I mean, Fortnite Tracker does it now, but there's nothing where you can like just go look at a player especially now where the earnings are so like some players earnings are so ridiculously above yeah. everyone else like the based on where you started if you started playing in like the skirmish days in 2018 you know you're going to have hundreds of thousands of dollars in earnings but that could also mean that you haven't touched the game since then and you're looking simply at earnings. Okay. That player has more money earned. That seems like the better player, but you know, we move it to 2022, four years later, like I could have zero earnings and currently be a better player than someone with hundreds of thousands, yep. uh, which is why I, I like the the PR system and it makes it easy to visualize and understand where players are. And it's more like, almost a tier like Fortnite's kind of just tier based so you can clearly see there's drop-offs when you're just looking at the numbers and the values and it just shows that that difference of okay you know queasy malabuka um cammy Seti, like those guys are all different than everybody else they're just really freaking good and then everyone else is still trying to catch up and, and get there but uh it's an interesting problem to try and solve because i know at times there there's been community uproar with like why is this like this <laughs> kind of tournament why is this like this much yeah. pr and then even like more recently the org thing everyone was upset um because i actually
1: wasn't a part of the pr <laughs> at the time it was in my studies pause so not my fault <laughs> uh go back
0: to four players per work that's what we need no i I don't know what the the right um solution is because so
1: actually right now we came out with this solution which i think it's the best okay so there are uh there was a problem which was like even with the four people inside of it you could start an organization by every single top player, for example what Enterprise did at, at the time. Enterprise Gaming. Um uh, if I'm not wrong, Enterprise Gaming I'd, I don't remember. Let me check. I, I don't want to say uh anything uh anything uh, wrong but they had like for for sure they had like Scully maybe when it was like uh, let me check because I really don't want to, to mess up the roster because someone uh, <laughs> comes to me and say, oh you, you got it wrong but uh, um, yeah okay so they had uh, savid when it was like at the peak uh, Verox Maxi Kyrdix quasi Trulex Scully when it was like at the peak as well it's so, like they basically bought every single top player and we were like okay so Wave BL and uh, at the time, there were Serenity still. Uh, all this organization built a roster, grow their players, and then they can just boat everyone. So we were like, "Okay, let's find a solution to stop uh, the uh, this this phenomenon." And uh, and and this is what uh, I was told. So like they were able to do that, but for some reason the squad system that limited to four players broke. But the problem was that they didn't have. Uh, since it's made of volunteers at the time, they didn't have people that could fix the, that problem. So at that moment in time when everything was like complaining, they fixed the problem of buying PR, but it, they another problem emerged that was realistically bigger <laughs> than the one <laughs> that they fixed. So like actually they then got a... a um, a coder which fixed the squad thing, and right now, for example, Galaxy Racing, even though they have uh, a kick Malibuka and Quasi, they are not the first uh, or like near the top five because uh, the PR counts from the moment that you join, which is for me the right things because your organization didn't do anything to deserve six months of PR if the players was the player wasn't actually in uh, in the organization.
0: Yeah, that makes a ton of sense because you know otherwise it. It's like, this is not the organization's PR. In no way were they involved in it. I mean, maybe technically they were signed like two weeks before it was announced, but whatever. You know, you announce when you announce and that's not your guy's problem to try and figure out when everyone was officially signed. I I like that solution um, because, you know, everyone can now, like you have to earn it. From an organization perspective, and it it requires long term, if this is something you care about is being on top of the power rankings as an organization, which I know for a fact, some organizations definitely do. And whether it be just the owners competitive, or that's a selling point saying I'm a top 10, you know, ranked team in the, the space. You have to do it over the long term. If you just buy a player and then move on to the next one, that won't help you because that will then disappear.
1: At the end of the day, the week still gets millions of views each month. So if you're like top five, people might click your profile and check your socials. If you're like top 30, that doesn't happen. So for sure you can get some kind of like following from being at the top and you can all, like also, a sponsor w- usually wants to sponsor people, uh, orgs with big numbers, yes, but also that have great uh, performances. So like, you either go to a sponsor and say, okay, I'm not interested in competitive, but in the competitive aspect, but I have these numbers uh, on content creators. But if you introduce yourself as a competitive org and you have Fortnite as a title, if you rank high like an alpha, that could be a great indicator because you don't have another indicator for organizations. I think that the tracker only has uh, the one for players, but I'm not sure. I might be mistaken. I don't think it does.
0: Uh, I'll look real quick, but I'm pretty sure it's just players.
1: So, yeah, I think that that can help a lot uh, organizations for sure.
0: Yeah, it is just players, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's super helpful to to use that as a selling point because not only can you provide, you know, X amount of views, but then you can also be like, "Hey, this is a top 3, top 5 Fortnite organization in Europe." Like that proves that we know what the heck we're doing and likely we're going to continue to win. And then also when you win stuff, people then go, "Look." So, you know, it's it's just one extra selling point for organizations which is I don't know that it's the purpose of um, like the wiki page, but it's definitely one benefit that the organization and just the general Fortnite scene has received. So outside of you know all the top players, we also have all these smaller players that can now look at it like you mentioned before. like I have 1,000 or 12,000 12, PR. I can look for players similarly and try and find someone based on that as imperfect as it is, that is a much better system than just like, Hey, Lori, uh, you know, how good are you? You <laughs> yeah, know, that, exactly. that's, you can tell me whatever the hell you want and like, it doesn't matter.
1: Like as, as you said you can do either like that or like you can ask the earnings but like according to the earnings TIFU is like 25th <laughs> in all Hornet, uh, which uh, of course like he, he won a lot and he was like a real beast uh, in back in 2018 and 2019 but he's not at that level anymore of course and you know, nowadays he just play casuals so or like some Nobel tournaments but nothing uh, nothing else So yes, I think that 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 is for sure helpful. And when I think about uh, Wave and Become Legend, it's true that like 95% of what they build, it's true uh, the content and the players that it's signed. But to find that players, I'm sure that to use the Power Ranking. And also the fact that an unknown organization was uh, in top three in the Power Ranking may have given some people... uh, may have generated some people the question in the ad, uh, okay, let's check them out, let's check the content that they put, uh, and then they actually found out the content that they put. Because when you have a wiki that generates millions of views, uh, for sure, at least a couple of hundreds of thousands of people will check uh, the top two or three organization. And then it's their job to uh, transform uh, those uh, viewers into followers first and then funds.
0: Yeah, well, it was your job too, and now it's your job for a different organization. Um, Do you play
1: Fortnite at all? Do you have time? Uh, I have uh, point sixty nine kill death (laughs) ratio in public matches. (laughs) So yeah, I, I had lots of fun in chapter one. Like I remember that I I came back from school with my friends and we were like, no one of us actually played the two FPS before. We we played like FIFA or like uh, uh, I I play a lot of Football Manager and I played in the past as well. Uh, we also like played a lot of card games, for example the F1 game. But like I remember that when Foreign came out, it was free, so like we checked it out because at the time where you're like a, a school student, you don't really have much uh, out of budget, you know, and it was fun, so like all all days we came back from school like one or two or even three hours we played together and for sure it's a game that marked the uh, my teenage year like my childhood was like probably marked by minecraft i would say and my teenage years were like marked by foreign both because i started working as a teenager in the foreign scene and also because i played a lot of, of the game okay and some. Where sometimes like I kind of feel sad because a new like me who really enjoyed the game nowadays you can like you enter public lobbies and you either get stomped or you do a twenty five kills win because there are only bots like real bots not player bots yeah. in terms of skill so like I feel like that because at the time um, I started playing in uh, chapter one season three like everyone was bad. <laughs> no one knew how to build <laughs> I remember, obviously, remember this clip from the skirmishes of that uh, Russian guy who, who, who plays like four walls and one stir and it was like amazing. The cast <laughs> went crazy because, of, oh my god, he did that, but nowadays, like, I can do it uh, and I suck. It's like, the skill level was a lot. And, yeah, so to, the, the issue with Fortnite, I guess, that there is not really a ladder system like there is in other games like for example i play well, nowadays i mostly play on my phone like when i'm in the bathroom <laughs> like uh, i'm chilling on the bed and i like for example pokemon Unite. okay and there is actually which is like league of legends but like with pokemon character gotcha. uh, there is uh, a ladder when uh, you get matched with player with your same skill level so, like, I can compete with you, I can win or I can lose. Either way, either me or you fuck up because our skill is the same. So, you 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 can win in two ways. You do something wrong or you do something amazing that outskill your opponent. I don't think that there is this kind of system in Fortnite. Like, even uh, Arena that doesn't have this. Um I don't know if it's "Prouse it's Arena" in English. To be fair, it was arena. Italian. Close arena. Enough. Okay. 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 It's fine. So yeah, if I had something to change in the casual, uh, in the casual part of the game, I would do something like that. Okay. Because I'm sure that that a part of the decline, like the people that say for is that are completely wrong. But it's true that this kind of declining from the peaks that it had during the World Cup. But it's inevitable for a game to decline after sometimes that it got released. And to be fair, I feel like the problem is that a lot of players that playing will keep playing for like one, two, three years. But like there are not really new players that, that are joining the game as casual. They like joining as competitors. They are trying to play like FCS etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The cash caps, uh, because they like the. The, competi- the competitive aspect of the game, but if you're a casual gamer who wants to play casually, you either get 25 kills win or you either get stomped the, the first uh, in the first zone. <laughs> there is like yeah. It's kind of, you know, worse it's... than it was before.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a difficult game to play now, but I feel like most competitive games are difficult to play. Um, it's just others are a little more helpful to get you yeah. to that next level. Um, whereas Fortnite, it's just so difficult to even get started sometimes. Um, anyway, we, we are almost at an hour now, so, uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Got a couple questions for you. Yeah. I do appreciate you joining me and uh, sharing all your knowledge and experience. It's been quite interesting to listen to, but first your favorite Fortnite skin.
1: Um, I don't know how it's called, but I always use this. It's the one that the character is, like, made by slime. You you know? By... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It's like the blue one, the blue guy. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Let me search it. Uh, Ripley versus slime. I read it on the internet. I'm not sure if it's that one. Ripley? <laughs> No, it's like Ripley versus Slime, it's the name.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: I'll I send it to you in, in the DMs, <laughs> this one. Ripley versus Slime.
0: Yeah, I got you. All right, so it's like the big uh, sludge, yeah. and slurp juice, I guess, kind of <laughs> looking guy.
1: It, it's to be fair, like, I started using it because, like, it was kind of fun, little skin. <laughs> because you see this blob working in the mountains and then i never change it so yeah i'm just using it right now nice and then
0: lastly and wrap up like where can people find you you know this is a chance to shout yourself out or if you're working on anything uh, let let everybody know
1: so at the moment i don't really have personal projects because uh, i don't have much time between uh, university the desire and the wiki so I'm. You can find me on Twitter, Dori Pasto 76, which lots of people told me, why did you choose that? It's 7 of June, my birthday. But everyone thinks the first time that they see that I'm like some old guy, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. It is a, the a possibility when you see that name. So Twitter is the the main social that I use. I also have a, a, an interactive Instagram. With the last peak was like five years ago. So if you want to check it out, there is a dog the Same name. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, Laurie, so much for joining me. Um, it was great to hear you and hear like different experiences than I've even heard before in the past. So it was awesome to hear your story. And thank you for sharing.
1: Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so course. much.
0: And thank you all to you guys listening at home, at the gym, you know, if you're on a walk, at an airport, wherever you may be. Thank you for tuning in on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, all the different places to listen to a podcast or watch it. Uh, If you have any complaints, go ahead, send them to me at somebody's gun. Or if you want to tell me I'm awesome, that works too. Appreciate you guys. You all have a great day and take care.